Hey guys, welcome to TMJ Syndrome. I'm Tim. I'm Mitch. And I'm Jason. All right, and here we go. So did you guys see the leak that leak that happened recently about uh, Steam.tv? I saw that they put up a website and that our games and Reddit was talking about it, but I don't know what it is really or if it's like because they already have what? built in streaming, right? Like yeah. you, you can like start streaming in Steam and your friends can see you. But beyond that, mm-hmm. like, is this a monetizable thing? Are they going to have advertisements on it? Yeah. Know. What is it, this? It's unclear. Um. So from what I read was uh, that it, the Steam.tv website got published uh prematurely they were trying to do an internal uh test for it got published it got put up and then a bunch of people found it because it's the internet and apparently people just like to go hit urls over and over and over again until they load that's this is a thing that people do that's true so it it loaded uh and people were like oh my god steam.tv like they're coming after twitch and blah 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 um Steam immediately took it down, uh, and then they said that uh, what they published was they are they were doing an internal test for I believe it was the Dota Two International that's coming up. Um, so from what it made it sound like was it wasn't necessarily a Twitch competitor, but they were doing it as a unified place for them to go through and um, like publicize all of their their international things for any any type of tournaments that they do. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like that's interesting because it there's already a stream platform built into Steam, right? So you can go in and if you have a friend that's playing a game, you can like watch and creep on them and watch them play. So Steam.tv could potentially turn into the place that you go to do that instead of right in the Steam app. Uh, and then additionally, if they're trying to if they're trying to go through and publish like the Dota 2 International on Steam, does that mean that they're not going to broadcast it on Twitch? And then are they just going to start bringing people over to Steam.tv? See, if you think about it, like from the perspective of uh, Valve, like they've been they've been like the center of like what it is to PC game, right? Mm-hmm. And to think that something like, you know, streaming streaming video, they don't like it's almost like they missed a big opportunity early on when like this big streaming video thing came up. They've had those servers that could technically do that kind of thing for the longest time. Yeah, and, well, and they've had the watch part for a really long time yeah. too. You could always and, go. Well, and I mean, watch not to mention people. you can also just watch videos on. Yeah, like they've yeah. had like the ability for you to like rent movies and stuff on Steam, which is kind of weird because then you're just like, oh, like you watch some random movie. I'm not sure that the social aspect of that really fits. Because you're just like, oh, like Tim is watching a random, random movie. A lot of people expect Amazon to create the YouTube competitor um, before Instagram TV came out. But what mm-hmm. if Valve is making the YouTube competitor? Like, you already can watch movies. You can rent movies. You yep. can buy them. Why not be able to make And you, You'll soon be able to possibly stream your gameplay. The question is, like, what I people mean, are saying about the Steam TV thing is if they were trying to be a legitimate competitor, they have to. There has to be a way for creators to make money. That's yeah. true, right? Like you're not going to bring over the big guys from Twitch unless they can make money. On top of that, though, if there was a way all to about make, the money, yeah. If there was a way made to make make money, it's easier because it's already in app. Yeah, right. And, unless you can't do the cool shit like the that OBS does and all the the, the the you know like the notification things. What are those? Is it called? Uh, 
oh, like the overlays tools or whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah, the different overlays that you can have. But you would think they would, if they really were serious about it, they would have that all in mind. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they like would it would it be smart for them to just try to be a direct competitor of Twitch because like that's already a pretty saturated market. Like YouTube, YouTube has YouTube gaming, like. Mm. Which is like most of the market already. Like maybe it is. Maybe it is just for like Dota stuff, or maybe they're gonna start that way. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, like you can only watch. I mean, already like most, a pretty good amount of people watch the international just directly in the Dota two app. Yeah, because you can just open up the game and watch. Yeah, it. yeah. and which that experience is even cooler because they have all of like the the interesting uh, integrations for mm-hmm. for uh, watching the game and. Uh, rooting for your favorite player and all that thing. It would be interesting though if they had, um, like, getting back to the making money part of it, right? If because Steam, goddamn yeah, money. Well, because Steam controls basically the marketplace for for buying games for your PC, right? Um, I believe that Twitch either was playing with it for a little bit, or I don't know if they still have it, but there was a thing where you could like buy games that a, a streamer's playing, right? And then like some yeah. of the contribution goes towards uh, the game that the streamer's playing yeah. or to the streamer, right? If that was built into oh man, Steam, well, oh, that right? Valve really cool. takes 30% of the sale and right. they, uh, they just have to kick you 2 or 3% of that sale. Exactly. And, and you wouldn't even need to you would that's amazing because like let's say they just they say, "Yeah, we're going to put Steam.tv up and we're not going to have outside advertisers. We're just going to sell games." Yeah. That's it. So like they can't be bullied by advertisers because Valve also just made the announcement this year that they're going to let adult games happen. Yep. Are they going to stop adult games from being stream- streamed? I, I mean, would probably not. Probably not on their. And platform. the reason why they're a, they're a big deal on Twitch is because Twitch still has outside advertisers. Yeah. On top of people paying money, but if you can just remove that, yeah, you get rid of the the advertiser block. Also, that you're running too, to. a lot of people, a lot of the indie devs love the streamers. What if you could make a deal directly with the streamer? Yeah. Well, it's like you're watching your favorite streamer, and then like, because a lot of times those streamers like get people to buy games just by streaming the game yeah, right? totally like if it was even easier where it's like oh i'm watching this game like buy the game like oh i clicked the game and now i'm playing with the like yeah, it's like a multiplayer game like oh now he who wants subscribe to my thing and now you can play buy the game and like yeah could you imagine as an indie developer you could put uh you could publish your game to steam and then have like a little caveat on there and like oh if you if you stream on steam and you have five thousand subscriptions you get our game for free because yeah. the indie developer knows that if they have 5,000 people watching them, that's probably going to turn into more than the $30 that they're going to get from that yeah. one streamer. No well, kidding. this is kind of calculated, though, too, because the last Steam update, a couple updates ago, basically integrated a Discord-type thing in the Steam, right, to compete against Discord. Yeah, and it's really and bad. And even Discord's trying it's to It's really bad for now. <laughs> yeah, it is really bad for now, but even Discord's trying to compete against Steam. Aren't they going to open up their own, like, gaming market or something? Uh, it's in beta. Yeah. yeah. So Discord just recently did a beta for um, being able to purchase games inside Discord. Yeah. Which, oh, yeah. Let me tell you how excited I was to know that not, I'd have to have another app. Not? Like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm I already tired of the apps. Like, I get, like, I already like the, the Twitch Prime. Like, Twitch, uh, Twitch has an app too, right? Mm-hmm. And you can get the Twitch Prime games for free, and that's the only way you can use them. Like, I don't even have the thing installed up, but I get the games for free just because, you know, maybe I'll play them, but I don't want to have another launcher, man. Yeah. Well, and the only reason I have, the only reason that I already had the Twitch launcher installed was because that's the uh, Twitch purchased uh, Curse, uh, Curse Forge. And so, if you that, want your WoW add ons, you, you, you have to have the Twitch. Oh, app. boy. 
well, if you want your WoW add-ons to auto-update, you can download them manually, still manually yeah. and install them manually, but then every time that there's a patch, you, you have to reinstall them. So you might as well just download the app. How terrible. Yeah, yeah we need need all of the launchers. Like it yep. just it's like we're getting away from the problem that we solved in the like the middle 2000s where it's like we got this we got Steam, we got Steam launcher mm-hmm. and like a lot of there's people who say like Steam essentially or Valve essentially with Steam essentially saved PC gaming. I would say I would uh, I definitely agree to that. Like and so there's like which is why they're so big and then they it's like oh we have this launcher there's one place I have all my games I can load them unload them it's all all good like because like previously PC gaming it was like you go and you'd have a disc or you'd have to go and like download the freaking game from the person's web from the software developer's website is terrible yeah terrible but, well, especially back in the day well let me tell now you now we're having to do that again so uh <laughs> back in the day uh, did you guys ever play the game? Uh, I think it was like uh, White vs. Black, the where you have the uh, you control like you're a god and you control like a little civilization. Black I've and heard white. of this. Black and white. Black, Black and, white. and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Peter Molyneux yeah. game. Uh, so I had it and I played it and my buddy of mine had it and he played it and everything and um, uh, something happened with his disc that was during the time where you had to have the CD in the drive for it to play. You yeah. didn't use it other than just to verify that you own the game. Uh, so he had the CD in the drive, and and something happened to his uh, disc, and it uh, got all scratched up, and so it wouldn't recognize it anymore. So I had stopped playing the game, so he was like, oh, can I borrow your disc? And I'm like, sure, whatever. So I gave it to him, and he's borrowing it. We're over at his house uh, with a, a few of our friends, and I don't even remember how the conversation got started up, but he uh, like pulled out the, the the his disc and was like, oh, yeah, it doesn't even work, like, it's all scratched up. It's stupid, and he breaks it, throws it in the trash. Five seconds later, realizes that it was my disc. Ha! So now we both can't play the game. <laughs> oh no! Oh, that was before the Steam days. And dude, okay. Did a, so did you ever play a sequel of that game? No, I, I heard it either. was really bad though. Yeah, I heard it was really bad too. I was just curious. So I very distinctly remember when I played Starcraft Brood War back in the day, and. When that game originally released, you had to have the disc in it. Yep. Oh, like, I, did, I did the no CD fix. Well, like <laughs> when it when the very the game very first released, right? And like obviously, there was ways to get around it, but like I didn't do that. I was just like gamecopyworld.com. Yeah, you remember that? <laughs> no, I didn't <laughs> use that. I didn't so. know that. I did. But so <laughs> like the game would be in there, and you'd like get to an intense part of battle. All of a sudden, you hear your drive like spin up. Like, and I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, I very distinctly remember when all of a sudden, like they did an they did an update to the game to just not so that you didn't need to do that anymore and you didn't need to have the disc in. And I was, I was like, I don't I have to have the disc in? I don't understand. The disc is the game. I don't, I don't See, get it. I was introduced. It was to PC- so confusing. I was introduced to PC gaming by LAN parties where you you went and got pirated games. Like people get me mad at me about that all you want, but even the games that I legitimately bought, I I would always find an OCD crack immediately. Yeah, like I mean, because it was sense. annoying. Like to have to swap CDs all the time. Well, see, because a lot of it, some of the games, like it was, you were actually like loading game game assets from the CD live, right? Like, yeah, it didn't load everything into memory. Yeah. Like, some of them, it was just there as, like, the 
as the DRM thing. But yep. It just I, depends on the game. The bigger games were loaded not off the drive. The smaller yeah. games would load off the CD. Yeah. Because they could more efficiently without having mm. huge loading screens and everything. Yeah. But it was, it was really nice when Steam came out. Because I remember the first game that I had when Steam was a thing was Half-Life 2. Oh, I had the orange box. Oh, yeah. How oh, did you? Yeah, because yep, it so. gave you Half-Life 2, Team Fortress, and something else. Yeah. So I bought I bought Half-Life 2. Actually, downside to that, I bought Half-Life 2 as a uh, birthday present for one of my friends. And he didn't have uh, high-speed internet, and he didn't have a phone line in his room where his computer was. And it required Steam, which required an internet connection. So he couldn't actually play it on his computer. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Um, so I am like, oh, that sucks. Like, I guess I'll just take this. Uh, but that, like, with the advent of Steam, right, we got towards this, like, epitome of, of gaming where you can just have all your games in one place. And then then EA came along and was like, oh. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Look at Origin. You want to play these cool games? Like, you better download this. No, not a lot of them are very cool. <laughs> no, but they thought they were. Yeah, dude, they uh, have a couple, like a couple of titles, maybe. Like, you know, like my favorite EA games, like Mirror's Edge. You ever played that? I played it. It's this? okay. I've heard really uh, good so things good. about Dead Space. I still haven't played those. And I played the second one, which is not that good. I never played the second Mirror's you Edge. Should, the first one. Was really you should good. play it since you like the first one so much. I'm curious what you think about it. I should check it out. Yeah, get on Origin. <laughs> uh, don't download Origin. So terrible. So yeah, then, then Origin came out, and now you have Origin, and you have Ubisoft, and you have but GOG or- Galaxy. Yeah. And yep. Origin isn't just EA games, though. Like Final Fantasy 15 can be bought on Origin. Oh, it's can it? Have they expanded game, or Square Square? Yeah, games. a little bit. Like they yeah. they have third party. Yeah, things they have on there. three stores you can buy it from: Windows Store, uh, Origin, and Steam. Oh, that's well. Yeah. Bethesda has theirs that's coming out. Well, they 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 recently said that the reason why they're doing that is that it's a is a test. They're going to see how Fallout 76 sells. Oh. It's not coming to Steam. And if it doesn't sell well, because people were asking about Doom Eternal. Like, is uh-huh. Doom, why isn't Doom Eternal coming to Steam? And they're like, well, we're going to run this test of Fallout 76, and we're going to see what happens. So if they notice a, a dip in sales, because it's going to the Bethesda launcher, then they'll probably reverse course. They might keep the launcher, but, you know, it might be an Ubisoft thing, right? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it probably isn't that wouldn't be that hard for them to just be like, oh, yeah, now we'll have it also on steam yeah yeah as long as it doesn't as long as they don't do the same thing that ubisoft does where you can buy it on steam but then it just launches the ubisoft launcher that's probably what they would do though like they put a, they probably they probably put a lot of dev work in that stupid launcher yeah, yeah. i just don't like that yeah. i don't like it either causing but... all these other applications that don't need to run on yeah. to be running on my computer yeah and they're just like oh like you need you need more computing power more ram yeah. just because we want to run our stupid launcher yeah, yeah. like i just want to play the game well, I just I just want to dance. I just want to play the game. <laughs> Speaking of Steam, though, like um, I before that I wasn't really a PC gamer. I kept like a crappy Dell to play World of Warcraft, and you yeah. didn't need a powerful computer to play that game. No. And then when Steam started to get big, like I remember when I first moved out here, I was working at AT and T, and everyone's like, "Oh, you're gonna get Left 4 Dead, blah blah blah." And I was like, "I'm cool. I have a crappy computer." And then um, I started checking out Steam slowly over time, and over that period, I started. To wanting to build up beefier computers because I yeah. I like the ease of access. Yep. Um it always bothered me too like the Sony PS3 and the Xbox were were doing the whole download thing, download the full game or whatever and that always rubbed me the wrong way because of how much those hard drives would fail. 
and they yeah. don't they don't they're not always going to make those units and what happens to those games they're gone yep you know with the computer uh it's always updated usually so you you know you're not going to really lose those games unless like even if they they said the service goes down there's like a contingency plan for you to be able to download your shit if steam ever goes away oh yeah, that's right. nice yeah i didn't realize that well like it has like the steam has an offline mode yeah, I even that's it. just built into and it. with the new update you can easily just go offline yeah. Before you had to like restart the launcher. Yeah. Well, so that's that's offline for your friends list. So well, they that, they have uh, an actual well, offline, offline mode offline for and Steam. Invisible. Yeah, but they have an offline mode for Steam itself. No, I know that, but in in the launcher now, there's invisibles to there's actual an option that says invisible. Yeah, that's to avoid your friends, which yeah. I use all the time. And then there's offline. But offline is sign out of your friends list. Well, and then there's oh, another. I went, like, on, the sign out I went of... on the Dragon's Dogma with the yeah. offline button, and I didn't. I couldn't connect to the servers unless I went back online. I didn't have to restart. Oh, the Oh, okay. So they've actually. Yeah, it is like, literally that like that's why in. invisible okay. and offline are completely different. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That's that's been changed since yeah, this update. It's like you must get on. You must log into Steam to use. Yeah, like that. That's servers. a lot. That's more. Uh... Which is which is interesting, right? Because not. So that is an example of a game that you have to be online with Steam in order to connect and play. Mm-hmm. But there's other games that just use Steam for the launcher. Like Divinity Original Sin 2 is an example. Yeah. yeah. It has online play, but it doesn't use Steam's online service. Oh. So with that one, you can because uh, you can share your Steam library with yeah. like family members and whatnot. Yeah. And so you could like potentially go through and install it on two different computers have one person go offline and then launch the game manually and both people can play off the same copy. Ah, nice. Kind of interesting. Didn't know that. Uh-oh. Yeah. That might be breaking a license agreement, my friend. I mean, probably. <laughs> I haven't done that. Both yeah, me and my wife have purchased both games because never also, do that. side note, that game is amazing and if you haven't played it, you should. And uh, Oh, I'm excited. Dude, the Definitive Edition comes out in like... So I've ne- I haven't played Divinity Two yet, and I've specifically been waiting because I heard about I, I finished I finished uh, Divinity One, the enhanced edition, and it was super fun. Had a good had a great time. Like put in we put in like eighty hours of gameplay, so like a lot of value for mm-hmm. the game. And I was like, okay, finally, like I had bought Divinity Two like a uh like a bit ago it went on sale or whatever because i had the first one and so i'm like okay like i'm gonna play number two and i found out this definitive edition is coming out so i'm super excited about it it's i'm just gonna have the first experience through the whole thing as the definitive edition yeah and i think it's supposed to come out the end of this month uh august 31st august right? 31st yep and uh Get they it. are adding a lot of content uh and the best part and i i feel like this is why i really like this developer studio uh, the definitive edition is free if you already own the game. Yeah, and it's that's not kind like, of like unheard of for yeah for well, developers to do that. Uh, you know who started that trend? CD Projekt Red with The Witcher Two. Yeah, that was the first game mm-hmm. I can remember that the enhanced edition was a huge free update. Like, and it was a completely, almost a completely different game. See, it almost is like these smaller studios. So, like, you know, for for instance, like you have. You have the the Witcher Two update. They have their enhanced edition. You have you have the you have things like even like something like No Man's Sky. Like they could have called the next edition like an extra thing. Yeah, they could have and, called that an expansion. And yeah, they could have and made people buy it, but they didn't. Like one because they were trying to improve the sentiment of the game, but it does seem like 
like it pays off as a smaller developer to just like stay the course and build your game and improve it over time and then you'll continue to get the like the tail for how many sales you're going to get is just going to continue to grow if the sentiment of your game continues right yeah as long as you're making a good game i guess the thing is like uh, versus something like ea where they're like oh we're going to release the latest star wars game like they they're going to get a million copies and then people aren't going to buy anymore because they've saturated already. Do you think that's the case? Well, um, I, I think it's a that and a goodwill thing. Like, Battlefield Five apparently is not getting the pre-orders that they want. There's, like, several articles Perfect. this week that about that. That suck. Um, that they, they pre-orders are lower than expected. But, I mean, there's a lot of things happening. They got stiff competition from Activision. Activision mm-hmm. is equally as hated but doesn't seem to get in the news as much. Well, Activision's been real smart. All of their games yeah. are now for PC are getting released under the Battle.net client. Yeah. Yep. And that's just by default. Like I know when Destiny, when Destiny Two released, it was on the Battle.net client. So I was just like, yeah, I guess I'll try that. Like it's not a game I probably would have bought if it wasn't yeah. there. And that's just because like the Battle.net client and all the Blizzard games have just been so. Uh, just they're all good games yep. right so it's yeah. like you release it on that client it just gets in front of you you're like oh like yeah i mean this must be a quality game i'm actually really upset about it because now i i currently own every game on the battle.net client the only one that i haven't bought yet is the, the new duty call game. of duty game but it's on yeah. the battle.net client so thank you activision blizzard now i have to buy this game when it comes I, out i won't be buying it but i have to i have to own all the games i it's, don't you have to own all the games I, you guys might maybe there should just be like a subscription service where they just automatically charge your credit card whenever anything new comes out on the battle.net client you know that's like it's not, not really a, a subscription service it's just more of a authorization to charge a card for anything well, now, okay, so I wonder, or it's but, like, like, but pay, like, let's think about this for a second, pay right? Pay $30 like, a month, and we'll just give you all of the games. What if you could pay, because you already have some something like that with uh, Xbox. Xbox has their game, uh, Microsoft has their Game Pass, right? Yeah, that's so true. So Microsoft Game Pass, you spend the $15 a month, and you get access to this giant library, and a lot of the game, well, not a lot of the games, but some of the games um, that you get access to are new releases. Uh, like that's Sea true. of Thieves was, and I think um, Forza, the new Forza game that's coming out, is going to be is that uh, on PC. Uh, I believe so. I didn't know that. So and so they're doing that as well, right? With uh, if it's if it's a game that you could get in the Microsoft Store, mm-hmm. so a PC game, and you have the Game Pass, then you get it, and then you also get it for the Xbox. Uh, so it's like it's actually this interesting interesting concept with with microsoft and how they're releasing games like i personally would probably not buy forza the new forza game not because i don't think it looks like a cool game i just know myself in racing games it's not even a racing game it's a car well yeah and like so it's basically gran turismo which those games are fun for me Mm -hmm. for a day (laughs) you know like maybe maybe a couple times a month Maybe when I'm bored and I'm not doing anything else, you know, I, I could play it a little bit, but it would never, that kind of game is never not going to get me personally to spend $60. But if I have a $15 a month uh, subscription and I get that game, that's like, okay, cool. Well, all right, I guess I got that game now. I can play it. Yeah. So imagine if, uh, I, I think it works a lot better when you're, when you're a big company that ha- works with a lot of different studios. It would, I think it'd be difficult for Blizzard um, and Activision because they don't necessarily release a whole lot of content all the time. Yeah, but like imagine, imagine if they did have a 
uh, a subscription service. You know, you spend 15 bucks a month and uh, the new Diablo comes out and you get the Diablo game. The new WoW expansion comes out, you get the WoW expansion. Call of yeah. Duty comes out, you get Call of Duty. And you're just, like, you're you're going to end up spending more than you would if you were to just buy the games. But people love subscription services, well, I man. Doubt they're, well, yeah. I doubt you would get them immediately, right? That would really cut the bottom line, wouldn't it? Uh, I don't. I'm saying like depends. I'm saying like if Battlefield Five came out tomorrow, like wouldn't it be months away before like Humble Bundle even offer it at that a price? It would range? be. It would. Well, yeah, it would be months away if that Humble Bundle would offer it. But I'm talking about if you could go on to uh, Activision, Activision or, yeah. or you know, and I spend fifteen dollars a month to have a subscription with Activision, and I just get any game that gets put on the Battle.net launcher, I just yeah. get. Would that get in a way of their microtransaction strategy? Because that would be a hard sell for people. I mean, I, I think you could still have... You could probably bundle other perks with it. Sure. Like, maybe you get... Uh, a, you know, you can introduce, like, a... um, Like, a, a store currency, right? Like they do with SWOTOR? Yeah, well, because <laughs> then if you have your... If you have your, uh, your Battle.net subscription, right? You spend $15 a month. A new game comes out. Uh, you know, once a year, right? So you end up spending, obviously, play with the pricing model, but you end yeah. up spending more than the sixty dollars for the game that you would buy. But then with that fifteen dollars subscription, you also get a little in-game currently currency, so that you can put that in-game currency towards you get a bunch of perks. whatever else, other perks, right? In in-game visuals and and different things that you would normally buy on their microtransaction store. It'd be an interesting model to play with. And yeah. I mean, that might happen if video game streaming becomes a big thing. Yeah. Which is something that Microsoft is actually playing around with. And so is EA, actually. Well, the NVIDIA is, like, playing around with that subscription where you don't even own the game itself, and nor is it installed mm-hmm. on your computer. You just pay a monthly subscription, yeah. and then you just game streaming. stream the game directly. Well, both, EA, both, both EA and Microsoft are creating similar technology yeah. where yep. it's not That's... on your hard drive. I don't think I like that. Honestly, well, it's so that kind of that kind of thing seems just so dependent on your internet, internet connection. Yeah, like God, like when I use I use the Steam Link all the time, right? And the Steam Link works really well if my network traffic is pretty quiet. Yep, and I do it wireless on an AC connection. Um, and if the network traffic's pretty quiet, then it works great. But the moment you get any kind of little hiccup, like it just like it's really bad. <laughs> so, as soon as you start playing the Netflix video on your iPad, it's like, uh-uh. Yeah, nope. I mean, you know, it can stand maybe video streaming because that's a little bit more just using more bandwidth. Sure. But if someone is doing things that are, like, spiking the bandwidth, like they're going to a bunch of different websites that's not, like, a that's not like a constant thing. Or okay. they're going, like, it starts, like, yeah, making the network, making the network a little bit more unstable. Um, it's just, like, think about that the technology from the standpoint of just like they have a computer in their data center like god you already have prob- problems with ping just when the when the freaking game's installed on my computer <laughs> yeah yeah no, i already right. ha- i'm out of room like that's that's the the thing that uh interests me about that is like right now I only have a 500 gigabyte solid state drive for my video games. And so every time a new game comes out, I'm having to delete a game so I can install it to my solid state. I'm yeah. pretty sure is it PlayStation Now, the one you get on PC is just streaming too. And there's like some delay and some, there's some lag with it too. Like they're, 
not only would that be weird on your bandwidth, but it would also be weird on stuff like that. Yeah, and also, yeah, like I wonder, I wonder if those, if that kind of streaming uses any more bandwidth than just like a like a Netflix does. Like, assumingly, I would, I wouldn't think so because because essentially all their streaming is just a video and then the input yeah. output. I bet it, I bet it does uh, just a little bit more. Yeah, I think it depends on um. It probably depends on the game, um. But it, it is just streaming the video. I don't, I'm not sure how like the refresh rates work on that. Yeah, I think does it because um, if you're streaming like a streaming video at 1080p yeah. from Netflix, you're streaming at 30 frames per second because that's the well, standard, or 24 frames per second because that's the standard like yeah. cinema, uh, frame rate, right? But like for games, you you want 60 or higher yeah which i think they're another thing i think would not work with the streaming thing too is pc gamers love to mod their games yeah if it's not on your hard drive you can't do anything to it oh yeah like it's definitely that would only be popular for people who into that kind of thing i think it'd be popular on consoles that's it i could see it being popular on consoles for sure i don't think pc gamers will really well maybe that's PC gamers are a finicky bunch man maybe that's the next iteration of that microsoft uh game pass right right now you buy it yeah. And you get the game and you download it and you play it. Like maybe the next iteration is I'm you pretty you sure buy that's it what they talk, just stream it. I think that's what they talked about at E3 this year. That's what they want to yeah. do. Oh, okay. So yeah, I missed that. Like internet yeah. service well, providers are start losing yeah. their mind. Yeah. Like you're already getting like they're adding bandwidth caps and all this stuff. Like, oh my God, could you imagine? I, I again, I guess I don't know how much bandwidth it's going to use, but I would assume it's more than video. And if people are streaming their games, yeah. At 4K at, 4K at 60 K. frames a second. Yeah. Oh boy, because I think that was that was the claim from at least the Nvidia one mm. is that they can get up to 60 frames a second. I want to say it was at 4K, or maybe 1080p, it's because like the hardware they have in the background is like has it's no problem. Better, yeah. Is like they have like a data center blade with one of their like enterprise graphics cards in there running whatever whatever game. I mean, it's basically going to be better than whatever you can build at a reasonable price. Yeah. And if you're spending the amount of money that you're running like two Titans on your personal computer, you're not going to you're not going to buy that service anyway. Yeah. No. For sure. So, I mean, it's kind of interesting because it I like I wonder like could that open the market, the PC gaming and just generally gaming market for people who just aren't into building something like that because then like because they could pair that service when you're talking about like console gaming like uh maybe not maybe it's a new kind of console gaming right because you have like the nvidia shield with your nvidia subscription and then you're just downloading games that are normally pc games but it's like a console and you just connect your own which they are they already do that yeah they've done that for a while it's an economic thing like i where i come from people buy consoles versus pcs because it's a cheaper option but that that also doesn't mean they have great internet connections yeah that's Uh, true and this could actually like i i pay a hundred dollars for mine slot per month just my internet like uh and then they have to pay a a subscription service on top of that like i don't know it's a little out there yeah, I don't know if that's the, the 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 demographic you're trying to get. Well, I think the key part of it is how much internets do you need, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. then this is definitely a, a coastal city thing, right? Like, yeah, you live in the middle of Iowa. This is when you're too you. far away from the data centers, yeah. where you're going to get super high ping. Not only now, it's you're not getting you're getting terrible ping just for 
being far away, but it's also like your input output lag is going to be yeah. super yeah. terrible. Well, and then like, there's a lot of technical internet speeds of that. that are hard to in overcome. Like, the Midwest aren't the greatest. No, either. yeah. So that's so like like hundred dollars a, a month it's for a ways, fifteen megabits per second. If they want this to become the 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 mainstream, it's a ways off. Yeah, because our infrastructure hasn't even caught up to that. Like maybe for South Korea, sure. But I think, yeah, I think it's a point. It's a good place to start, though, and I think it's, uh, I think it has a lot of potential. Yeah, with it, right? Like instead of spending two thousand dollars on a gaming PC, if you can just go to Best Buy, pick up a five hundred dollar PC, that well, I don't even think well, people would be buying PCs. I really don't. I like, think they would. I think this is really going to be centralized on Xbox and PlayStation, or like, well, I mean, know, like an Nvidia Shield device for a hundred bucks. Or yeah, I mean, that, that, that gives thing. you that gives you some of the games, yeah. right? But you're not going to get that for because one of the like, for example, one of the games that you can stream on Nvidia's uh, streaming service is CS:GO. Yeah, you're not going to play Counter Strike on an Xbox. People aren't going to play do that. Well, you can attach a mouse and keyboard I mean, now. You, oh, I guess that's true. Yeah, huh? they, they've really put that. So same with, with the PlayStation. That's true. So, Forgot about that. What I'm trying to say is like, damn, the Steam Machine thing failed hardcore. That's what they were trying to say. Here are these economic Steam machines, or you can play Steam games, stuff like that. All they would do is create Steam stream boxes. Yeah, and the the stream boxes already exist in the terms of consoles. Yep. And the one person that's really pushing this is Microsoft, and they're not going to make another PC box compete with their Xbox. Okay. Yeah, so, that doesn't really make sense. Yeah. So what you're saying is the future is that someone's going to have like an Xbox style console to stream all their games on that they can connect the keyboard and, and mouse to, and, and then they'll be like, and, and you can do it on your already existing crappy yeah. PC because we they're trying to integrate all their stuff together. They've been trying to do that for a while. Well, or, no, the, the future of PCs are going to be Chromebooks, right? Like maybe, and everything's just you know everyone everything's online anyway. I mean, they mean, with not not of Microsoft has something to say about some it. of Microsoft's yeah, products true. are like that now. Like, well, you could stream Outlook, technically. Yeah. If yeah. you wanted to. You just have yeah. to have the license, and you don't even have to have it installed in the hard drive. That's true. I mean, the thing is, like, it's gotten so it's gotten so similar, too, that, like, the Xbox One console, like, they've done this thing where it's no longer, like, super different to develop for that versus developing mm-hmm. for PC, right? So, yep. like, and, like... It's almost like they finally realized that they have this giant market of people that were like already really in their corner, sort of, but they haven't yeah. been really marketing to them. Like all the all like the Windows, like PC gaming has always been Windows, and then yeah. like like Microsoft this entire time has been like, oh yeah, like we're into gaming, like we made this gaming console. Like it seems like kind of stupid, right? Like why yeah. why wouldn't you have already like marketed and taken advantage of this? This whole community that uses your operating system, yeah, because they want that console market, which is a completely different market. Yeah, um, it's true. I have but s- now they're doing it to where you, the they're trying games to combine are, things combined together, combined, and mm-hmm. so you get it on one, you can get it on both, and there you go. Like, oh, you want to play on the console? Cool, go ahead. Oh, you want to play on your PC? All right, just get it from the Windows Store. Yeah, whatever. Yep, whatever you want. Yeah, we don't care. And then they have like cross buy our game, cross play available. Yeah, so you can, especially if you buy from the Windows Store. Most like uh, that Sea of Thieves, right? Like if you buy that on the Windows Store, you also have a copy for Xbox One. Yep, and it's like, which that's, or at least that, that's how it worked with the Game Pass. Yeah, it's like you you have the ability to transfer between those two completely different those two platforms and still have your same license. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and well, then you got companies like Epic, for example, who are completely bypassing all launchers because their game is free to play. Oh so yeah. So it doesn't matter unless you're a PS4 player, of course. If you're that's a PS4, them, uh, releasing Fortnite but, for Android, 
yeah, like completely bypasses the App Store. They can't do that on iPhone apparently though, because no, Apple because, has it locked down. Because yeah. they don't have a technical way to do that. But with Android, they're just they're just making it just an APK download, right? Yeah, it's not. You can't even get it on the App Store. I it take it's the same reason with Steam. I imagine because the App Store takes a cut of everything. Doesn't Probably, it? I, I and that's think how so. they make money, right? Yeah, it has to be. That's got to piss people off. Like that's got to piss that's got to piss Google off just a little bit. It has to. The biggest game in the world's not on our App Store. Well, and it's kind of a weird model too, right? Like, why would you want to have like the App Store is there for a reason? It, it's there to make sure that your your software stays up to date when you release patches. It gives uh your the users of whatever device you're selling it to to go through and have an easy way to go through and and download apps. And now you have this this APK out that is just a packaged version of the game that you have to install manually, right? Mm-hmm. So this breeds a couple problems. Uh, one it's going to be harder to keep updated, right? Now you have to build in your own update system. Well, to you know make what sure it's going to be. It's going to be another launcher. Phone it's launcher. another another phone launcher. Does it but, require the Epic? Look, Epic Games doesn't have a launcher. Let's see. But here's the well, other. But it's going to be its own launcher. Like here's the other. It won't be a launcher on the phone, but it'll be an update within. It's kind of yeah. like when you download a Hearthstone. Like yeah, you download Hearthstone and then it has its system. own update system. But here's the other problem too, right? Like if you're a uh, a user that's not necessarily familiar with downloading and installing APKs on your phone and you go on to Google and you're like, oh, I want to download the Fortnite APK. And you Google it and you get some malicious uh, site pop up. So that, many people well, are going to get their phones hacked yeah, it's trying on, to download Fortnite. It's directly on the Epic's website to download the, the Well, file. yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean that everyone's going to be... No, but they're going to go they'll, there. They'll aggressively make sure that's SEO the hell out that that's the first thing that comes up when sure, you look yeah. it up. People are still going to download yeah. viruses. It'll still get... Yeah, and the the thing about it that's because not you like most people's phones by default have that have that feature turned off. So if you try yeah. to download an APK, it'll be like this is unsafe. Yep, from an untrusted well, vendor, like all that. Yep. Can you also tell me like Samsung is just putting it on the phone? Uh, I don't know if Samsung is just putting it on the Ooh, phone, but like it is like the initial release is for Samsung phones. I don't yeah, know if says, you can install it. I don't think you can install it on all phones right now. Yeah, it's only Samsung phones. Interesting. So I don't know what deal they cut with Samsung, but like it's it's obviously cheaper than the Android marketplace. Yeah. Well, and cool. so maybe and maybe that's the reason that it's not on the Android uh, on Google Play Store, right? Because they probably cut a deal with Samsung to say, hey, I want to give you exclusive rights to download this game first for your uh for your note right you're releasing this new phone and so when they tried to do that google was probably like no if you release it on if you release it on our app store it's got to be available for like the majority of phones you can't just limit it down to some some notes and then so that's why they probably went to okay well here you go just download the apk I bet the I read the reasons more money than that because I mean, they probably there's definitely been got to be part of it. I mean, there's definitely been apps that because you, you can even set that for your app what uh, kinds of phones it has available and it won't show up for you on the yeah, app store. You're right, but that is most I I that is for um, like if you require more hardware or stuff like that, like older phones yeah. you can set it so older phones don't get it. But like Google's response is going to be like, well, what's the difference between you know the the Note Nine and the Asus gaming phone. Fuck you. That's the difference. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the Verge here says that the, the Epic plainly said that they did not want to give 30% of all revenue to, to Google. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. And 
as much as I agree with like the security stuff like that, I in these times I don't like giving more power to Google at all. I just don't. Well, so I think this is this will be a good because Fortnite obviously already has like a huge following. Mm-hmm. So it's a good it's a good test for does really does Google really have as that power? power? Yeah. And is it worth 30%? Well, they could mm-hmm. if they locked down the operating system like Apple does, which yeah. they probably won't, but I don't I mean, think they, that they would. I don't think yeah. they can. There's so yeah. many people that I mean they 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 probably could right but there's uh so many people that root and and jailbreak yeah. their phones that if android came out with something that said like oh your phone's rooted sorry this is not going to work until you factor a reset they well, would they i mean would also so many people like they could do something like they like you know epic games is talks to Samsung, Samsung's just like, oh, we'll just build it into the phone, right? Yeah. Like, they don't have to go through Google. It's a, like, Android is, Android is open source. Yeah. So, like, because Samsung's version of Android is, like, heavily modified. Well, I don't they know. They have all their stuff in, have all their the stuff they in have front it. of it, and they could yeah. modify it even more if they wanted to, right? That, yeah. That's got to worry some people at Google, though, because, like, earlier this year, they were announcing that AdSense revenues were down. Like, people weren't buying it as much, and then there was the, the YouTube problem. So, like, they're not getting as much money because they are being very selective where they push their ads. Yep. And then this is, like, kicking them in the dick. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah. Right so, in the dick. I don't know if it's going to translate to them being hurt by it but there are there are murmurs of that thing that being a problem yeah i mean it'll, it'll be interesting to see if fortnite actually gets yeah like if fortnite for android becomes like a big thing or if it is just kind of like a niche yeah well, i think it's you gonna don't, be a niche you don't think it could be a niche but there, if it does do very well there could be other developers that follow suit because they did with steam it's the same it's the same it's the same number 30 percent. right right it's crazy and i mean if you can make more money on one platform versus the other, like you can't do shit about Apple. No offense, like they can't. But if I can make more money in Android, and I that's just need true. to do some better advertising, and just have someone go to my website, like that's how shit used to happen back in the day. And like right. the sacrifice is the user experience. Now I have to have ten thousand launchers for my phone now too. If there's a launcher, yeah. I mean, it's essentially it's essentially a launcher. Yeah. Because if it well, keeps the thing up to date, like I would consider that at least is, it has a some primary features. Is Hearthstone of a on the App Store? Yeah. yeah. What if they went next? I mean, what honestly, if, what they if, could. What if they're like, "Fuck it, <laughs> <Are> they're <laughs> doing this. We're doing this." Right. Like, I mean, they could. Like Hearthstone is really interesting because originally when it launched on the App Store, you like had to download like a one point one gig after you app. downloaded it. Yeah, but no, no. Yeah. like when they first, it was a one point one gig just download, mm-hmm. and it was terrible. Um, and they've changed it since, so it's kind of it. You download like a six meg file from the Android Store, and, and then, then a one point one gig. It's the same yeah. experience. You're just looking at the Hearthstone well, launcher instead the of latest, the Google Play. The yeah. latest update. I had an update and I launched Hearthstone and Hearthstone downloaded the assets while I was playing Hearthstone. Oh, that's that's pretty cool. Like it was just like a thing. It's like, oh yeah, like we're downloading assets in the background. Like I was going through an arena thing and it was downloading the like, update the we, whole time. We kind of work yeah. in tandem with this industry and you know there's someone who's like, yeah, well, we already have the infrastructure in place where we don't need the app store to do updates as we just do it in the game. Right. We don't need you, Google. Yeah. 
like can't do anything about Apple. Apple has they're authoritarian, right? They're locked down. But, but I don't know. We'll have to see. I don't know. It's going to be interesting though because I like what's that going to do to? It'll be interesting to see how it turns out for Fortnite. Um, just simply because are they going to lose? Even though uh, you know Google might take thirty percent, are they going to lose revenue because not as many people are finding it and downloading it because they have to do it manually? Yeah. Or they're not they're not going to um like sometimes when I want to see if there's a mobile game that I want to play, I'll just go to the Google Play Store and see what's trending mm-hmm. right now. Oh yeah. And, and also like there I cannot tell you how many times like I've just pulled up on the Google Play Store and like I'll just see the recommended game and yeah. I'll just download it and be like, Oh, like why not? Yeah, like I'll oh, try see it. if I like us. See, I'm not like, like that at all. I have to wait because I don't like, I I hate wasting my time. I really yeah. do. So I, I I wait for the sentiment online before I even if I hear like uh, fake for a phone order. game, yeah, okay. Phone game, right. phone games are designed to take up your time, yeah, and your true. money. That's true. I I have one game on my phone right now. It's Final Fantasy Tactics. That's it. Um, like for my my roommate plays those games, and I usually wait for his opinion on some of them. Like Fate Grand Order is the big new Weeaboo game, and it's actually pretty good. Um, but I haven't, I still haven't downloaded it because I just do not want to waste my time. I mean, that makes sense. And I'm, I don't think I'm the only one who's like that because people get burned by these games. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I can agree with that. Um, I usually don't play mobile games. The only time I ever do is when I'm, it's usually when I'm waiting for something, right? It's not whenever, it's not me sitting at home on the couch. I want to play a game at home. I'll play it on the console or my PC. Mm-hmm. It's when I'm out, uh, and I'm like in the airport or something, right? Waiting for a flight or, uh, waiting for I don't know whatever whatever situation that I'm like I need to kill time before I actually have something yeah. to do and you it's like physically have to I've, sit in a spot <laughs> and I've gone through my news feed I've gone through Facebook I've gone through Instagram it's like okay well what else can I do oh well, I guess I can pick up this phone game yeah like, well I my I I predict the only re- way other companies will follow suit is if the advertising of the app store actually doesn't turn out to be will still download Fortnite and Fortnite or Epic still make shit tons of money. Yeah, yeah, they make a bunch of money. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna embolden other people and really it's, hurt. Yeah, it could be a false positive though, right? Because Fortnite is such a big game right now. They they'll probably get a lot of downloads because they're so big. Right, but right. other companies will. But still other follow companies suit. will follow suit, and then not ne- they might not necessarily get the same traction. Yeah, but it's so, like you already ha- you have to have that huge notoriety right. already in right. order for it to be effective. Well, maybe they'll have the Bethesda. Um, argument where they say, well, you know, we're only trying this as a test and we can always put it back on again. That's true. You, I think Bethesda is a really, will be a really interesting for, yeah, if for they, sp- if they can get that game to get a lot of, uh, get a lot of uh, purchases. I, I suspect they it. will. Uh, Bethesda game fans are rabid. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, so the thing is, you're not hitting the, it's not the rabid fans that you're worried about though. Because the fans are going to buy your game regardless of where it is. Mm, that community has rabid fans. <laughs> I mean, in the in the in a lot, like millions. But like, like I know people who only play Bethesda games. That's it. Yeah. Well, I'm saying but that's, that's, that, point, right? that's like, my point. That person is only going. That that person is just going to buy the game regardless of where you put it. I could put it on Moon Launcher 2018 super cool and they'd be like all right well i mean this sucks but i'm gonna do it like this is stupid as they click download yeah as they download right and they're gonna complain about it but like what you're 
what I think the key person that you're you should be worried about as a Bethesda as a Fortnite is the person who's maybe heard about your game but isn't super excited about it or hasn't heard about your game. Those are the people that that curation that Steam, Google, all these like those two primary launchers are doing. They're that's how you're getting those extra players. So it's like, oh, like, did you know this new Bethesda game came out? Bam, it's on the front page of Steam, and you get, like, the Steam notification, and, like, some people might buy it just because of that. So so then that begs the question, Bam. right, is the reason that people are doing this is because the amount of money that they gain back from not losing 30% is more money than they gain from the traction of new players. Yeah, that's the question, right? Like, if they already have millions of people that are going to buy the game because it's your game, losing 30% of the revenue from those probably outweighs the amount of new people that you get from finding your game on a random launcher. Maybe. And, I mean, you can look at the numbers. Uh, There used to be a website called Steam Spy, and the original Skyrim on PC had like 8 million, but Mm -hmm. it it was doubled on console. So, like... They're still making all their money off the consoles in that well, aspect. I I feel like Skyrim is not the right game to compare it to because they've re-released Fallout's that way game bigger. so many times. Yeah, but Fallout's way like Fallout Four sold last time they updated sold twenty two million copies. Wow, uh, across all platforms. Damn. That's why I, I keep telling Pretty you guys, good. Bethesda fans are rabid. Yeah, it is. It isn't like there is there. I've never. It's not a casual thing. It's either you're a rabid modder. Or you're you're a rabbit into the story, or you, you just like yeah. Re- yeah yeah, and that's well and that's what, what we were said, saying. Those it's people not, are gonna buy. I regardless. don't think their stories are very good. I like to play <laughs> with mods. Yeah, and their mods like, are great. They're yeah. just gonna buy. They're just gonna like all those people are just gonna buy the game regardless. So maybe yeah. for Bethesda, it's gonna work out because mm. they have like the fan base where they make all their money from is just yeah gonna buy the game regardless. Therefore, it's, now they don't now they get basically a thirty percent lift in net right. profit. It'll definitely <laughs> if it's gonna work out for them, it'll it'll definitely work out for Fortnite in the phone. Yeah, because it's Fortnite. I would say so. And it doesn't seem to be slowing down. Like people were predicting, ah, oh, it's a fad, but it doesn't seem to be slowing down. They keep doing weekly updates. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's Good. a it's a it is definitely a fad. It's just a fad that's gonna last. It's a, while. a fad that'll you know. Well, League of Legends was a fad like that too, yeah. and they're on a downturn, believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, they also have some drama going on too. So, like, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. I just watched a video the other day uh, where Civ HD was saying he's no longer making League of Legends videos because he doesn't like the turn that the company's taking the game. That is a thing. You know what's funny? That's a th- what are they doing? That's so. Drastic. I haven't looked into it. I I I, I haven't played League of Legends in like five I years. I haven't either so... well, because I got burnt out on it. Yeah. The well, same <laughs> map over and over again. At least like fucking Heroes of the Storm changes it up. I I. I didn't. I stopped playing League of Legends because I feel like that game breeds toxicity, right? Well, so I mean, Dota, Dota. Did, you, did you get ragey? Yeah, when you're playing well, that's, the game? that's well, that's the game that, that you though. Dota was the same way. But it's, the well, original it's not Dota. just it. It is the community, but it's yeah. also the game style, right? You're you're locking yourself into this 30, 45 minute game. Yeah, and if you're losing the entire time, you're like it doesn't feel good to lose. No, game. it doesn't. So also, you're losing for 45 minutes. In like Heroes of the Storm's defense, too, they don't really have a feeding mechanic, like League does. Like if you have one bad player and they keep they keep dying and giving the other team money. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not as bad. It's like not it as still bad. is detrimental to the team, but it's not. Yeah. It's not nearly the level of bad. It's not that a snowbally. Yeah. Yeah. So that's definitely that's definitely true, and it's kind of 
it's kind of funny because like heroes heroes took the approach it's like how do we deal with that toxicity so you can't even talk to the other team yeah yeah um they they like specifically have a lot of things built into the game to just make it so it's just way more sanitized or yeah. interesting it's in, yeah so they could who knows how long is when did league come out 2011 2010 something like that or before that i don't know maybe they'll make a new map sometime never no never. probably not <laughs> they won't i don't think dota 2 does either they might change no. the, like the look of it like i know league does that too during different holiday seasons and stuff yeah but it's still the same fucking map well and the problem the problem is uh because there's so much money tied into the tournaments with it if you started releasing new maps it changes yeah the flow of everything and yeah. so it's like okay well like oh dota 2 we have a five million dollar pot or however much it's up to now right like it, 25 25 million. oh it's more than that okay so for, five the, times, for the international yeah yeah it's it's a lot <laughs> so much money but yeah so if they just released a new map right like i that would it changes a lot of the aspects of the game yeah no, that's and totally I don't, I don't think it'd be a good way to do it. See, well, it, and it's it's also like for Blizzard, like Hearthstone takes in a lot of the philosophies that like StarCraft does, where mm-hmm. like so League of Legends and Dota two, the the differences and the and the the variety in that game come from the changing meta and the gameplay of the, all the different heroes. Like they'll add new heroes all the time, right? Yeah. Whereas like with, whereas um, uh, Heroes of the Storm is interesting because like it adds the the StarCraft mechanic of the game is different because new maps are added. Like the whole the whole meta of StarCraft Two changes when a new map pool becomes available. It's yeah. like oh, all these different things. The balance is different. Like oh, this this map is better for a Zerg or whatever. And so that that is kind of a little bit in Heroes of the Storm. It's sort of interesting. And then, in addition to that, they also add the fact that there's different heroes. So it's sort of it's sort of interesting. I like the fact that it has a little bit more variety with playing yeah, the same map over and over again. Yeah, but pretty sweet. I like the game. I don't <laughs> know. I've gotten away from those games. I'd rather play other things. Yeah. Well, yeah. The mobile genre may not survive forever. No. Or they'll come out with some crazy iteration of it that it'll pick back up momentarily because like it's not like the first person shooter is going anywhere right no so maybe maybe that's the same thing with mobile they seem to iterate on it a little bit well i think that's what the it, it's almost kind of like what uh pub right and mm-hmm. like the the battle royale games yep. are yep. kind of uh like an off-breed of the of the moba generation but in a first person shooter world where yeah you still have objectives and you still have different things to do but you're running around guns blazing Guns you know? blazing. Shoot I don't know. People. That's the new fad right now. Yeah. Even uh, was it? Isn't the new Call of Duty gonna have a battle royale mode? It is. It oh, is. Oh god. Uh, you know, honestly, it, it might actually be fun because go- Call of Duty's multiplayer's have always been very fast paced, super fun, and very fun to when play. Right. Um, which is different. It's a complete opposite of what PUBG is. PUBG is a very like slow methodical like take your time almost like your snake right like yeah well i mean you can, you can play different you can ways. play different ways but if you if you're trying to 
you want to get to the end of the round, that's how you should play. Like that's how you should play, right? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Unless you're trying to learn, in which case, like put yourself in the fray so you can figure out how to shoot people, because otherwise you're going to get to the end and you're not going to know how to shoot people, and then you're going to die. Yeah, Um, we used to do that all the time. Yeah, we'd avoid people for the entire round, then we'd be like second place, but the first interaction we had, we got killed. Yeah, it was great. So it would be, it's going to be interesting to see what um, what Call of Duty's battle royale game. Uh, plays like because that's like their multiplayer is a lot of fun and it's very fast paced uh and i believe um when i looked at it briefly i believe it's more it's like more of an enclosed level than it is like oh, a huge okay. open map so it it could be a lot of fun which i mean there you go i i'm looking forward to something when it's i'm forced Are to buy that game you're gonna oh, buy boy. the game now we're gonna have to buy the game i'm not gonna buy the game i'll buy the game i'll probably buy. The i have game. a i've had a ban on Call of Duty games since you have to let me know if you're going to buy the Call right. of Duty 4. Which one's the, what one was Modern Warfare the first? The the one that got real popular. Modern Warfare and then Modern Warfare 2? Yeah, I didn't play Modern I just played Modern Warfare and then I had a complete boycott. Oh, okay. <laughs> just because of people liked it. So I have to hate it. That okay. makes sense. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's on par. Like I was working at a restaurant at the time like, yo bro, you play Call of Duty? No. N- no. <laughs> <laughs> no, not anymore. Thanks. Now yeah. I have to uninstall it. No, because you're a dick. Yes. I, I did until you said that until you, you liked until it. Until you like opened your mouth. Uh, <laughs> perfect. I'm not gonna let you ruin my Blizzard bar. I'm not gonna put. It's already ruined. It's not. It's not. I don't care. It doesn't on exist there. in me. I just see the games I play. Just wait till it comes out. Every single uh, game that you play, when you click on the World of Warcraft game on the before you launch it on that little screen, you're gonna see all these ads for Call of Duty or the Blizzard fandom will will scream and then they'll put a filter in. That'd be or hilarious. Or you can filter it by games you own. Oh, no. <laughs> That'd be good. Well, what do you think? I think we did a good job. Good. Yeah. I'm happy. Awesome. All right. I think we won. So, guys, thanks, <laughs> thanks everybody, for watching. If you got to the end here, uh, like and subscribe. And, you know, find us on all the different, all the different places. Mm-hmm. And, you Google Podcasts. Apple uh, Podcasts, Stitcher, and Podbean. And Podbean. U- U-Turbs. We don't pay YouTube. for Podbean. We just use their RSS. It's very important to Because I don't like Podbean. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're listening, Podbean. You're great. You. I think you're neat. Share. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.